Hey, beautiful ones. I want to thank you for joining me again for another episode of Moving Mountains podcast here on the Anchor app. This app has made it really easy for me to be able to bring you what I hope is great information that can bring positive transformation and change to your life. If you haven't done so, make sure that you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And I want to thank you again for tuning in with me and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful ones, all the kings and queens that take a few moments to listen to the Moving Mountains podcast. I appreciate your time once again and welcome to Season 1, Episode 10. I want to first apologize. I haven't posted a new episode for you in some time. And I've had some things that maybe I wanted to share and just hadn't gotten around to it. Um, There's some things that are coming that I'm working on for all of my listeners relating to sexuality. I do plan on doing a whole series of podcasts specifically related to sexuality, insecurities, safety, owning your sexuality. Some of those things are coming. Um, But today is a little bit different. Once again, um, I am Trishina Barzar-Hunter. I have a master's in psychology. I am a certified transformational life coach and an emotional intelligence coach. And while I'm pulling together the series that I have coming for you on sexuality, I did want to take a moment to talk about something that I've really stayed away from. I've really tried, given that this is a mental health podcast or a wellness podcast, to stay away from anything remotely related to being political. But today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the pandemic, our humanity, and our mental health. And I'm going to be a little more personal with you today than I probably have been in the past because I don't know how else to say this. Shit is really getting real in my household. And I know it is in a lot of households of individuals I know and around me. I am in several different mental health groups, women's wellness groups. Um, just, I talk to a lot of people and I get a lot of feedback. And we have all been in this same basket that's just drifting since March. We're in this, mask, this basket drifting with no direction since March. And in the beginning, for my family particularly, it was going pretty okay. We were making it. Things were fine. And then all of a sudden, every expense we had doubled. But our income was cut by at least a third in my household. And it got really tight. We watched our food double. We watched the ability to get access to food become harder and harder. And the food that was there wasn't lasting as long. Um, The utilities were triple the cost, especially here in Arizona, where you can easily spend $12 a day on electricity throughout the summer. So 
it got tough. It got really hard. And I'm actually not even going to say that it's better. But I know that I'm not alone. I was reading today, um, I believe on Facebook, you know, a couple was talking about the struggles they were going through. Both of them had lost their jobs and they were trying to figure out how to make things work. Pension pennies, trying to get by, trying to have gas money. And it's hard. This is a married couple doing it together and it's hard. And in my particular situation, I'm a single mom raising two daughters that are 17 and 10 and it's hard making sure that every need is met when financially what was there in March is not there in October. When every bill seems to be increasing, but the resources are being cut in half almost daily. And just a few months ago, our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, she even spoke out and said that she was suffering from minor depression. And I look at my kids, my oldest daughter's in her senior year. And she spent the first two months at least of the school year online. Nothing that she had dreamed of for her senior year happened. Her junior prom didn't happen. And she found herself getting depressed. Sometimes she, she shares with me that she cries in the shower and doesn't even know why. I see my kids getting a lack of appetite because the entire environment around us right now is tense. It's stressful. It's negative. It's strange. You walk into every store that you've gone into your entire life and there's plexiglass and masks everywhere. And all of us are trying to adjust to this new normal. I remember back in May, I read an article about this amazing young lady. And I apologize, I don't have her name in front of me. But she was a softball player and an all-star athlete, an amazing student. And during the California lockdown, the pressure and tension of all of this strange changes that are going on led this young lady to take her own life. And my heart broke. Like I literally cried for her. Because we all have kids. Well, a good portion of us, right? And just like as adults, we're trying to process this new normal. And we're trying to make ends meet financially. We're trying to keep our own sanity as we navigate this. Most of us in states where we have no leadership, no guidance, and no resources. At least I know that happens to be the case for Arizona. And I watched here in Arizona, the school districts, the health department, and our governor 
just stick their head in the sand and pretend it was all going to go away. Arizona had a huge surge over the summer. Our numbers were some of the worst in the state at some point, by no means close to what New York experienced. But for Arizona, it got pretty bad for a while. And things around here were pretty scary, especially when you're trying to keep two kids who are going to school at home calm. And in the last two months, our numbers have consistently gone up. Yesterday, we had close to 1,000 new cases. And our reproduction rate is at a 1.16. And for those of you that don't pay attention, the reproduction rate is basically telling us how fast this particular disease is spreading in an area. And our numbers is climbing. Our, our numbers are climbing, rather. And I go back to, you know, we're looking for guidance, we're looking for leadership, and our governor said nothing to us since September. And I was talking with a family member yesterday about my kids. One of my children had returned to school Monday through Friday, which was scary beyond belief. And then my oldest daughter just goes to school two days a week at the end of the week. And at 10.15 yesterday morning, I got a phone call that said a 10-year-old child in my daughter's classroom had been positive with COVID-19 and her classroom was being shut down. So I'm actually recording this podcast moments before I'm going to take my daughter to get a new new COVID-19 test to take the appropriate precautions. Because that's the current world we live in. My daughter had goals for this week. She had plans. She had a school newspaper she was working on. Things she wanted to do with her friends. Who she will now see for at least, who she will now not see for at least two weeks. And her heart broke, so then my heart broke. And my biggest concern sending my children back to school was the parents that don't keep their kids home when they're sick. And if I'm being honest and I have the tools, I would have that really fast disclaimer at the end of this podcast that says you might not like everything that I say. Because the parents that are leaving their kids or taking their kids to school are doing so because they still have to go to work. They still have to provide for their families. They don't have a choice. They haven't been given another option because we have a lack of leadership. But as I was talking to my children yesterday, I was explaining to them that this pandemic has reminded us of our humanity. We tend to live in a world where we feel like we're just supposed to look out for ourselves. Take care of self. Make sure you get what you need. COVID-19 changed that. We are not responsible for just ourselves anymore. When we leave the house, we are responsible for everybody we come in contact with. 
That's why they keep saying and science keeps telling us to wash your hands, to wear a mask, to keep your distance. If your child has symptoms, keep them home from school. If you have symptoms, stay home. Because you can spread this without even knowing it. And we are not in a place anymore where we can just think about ourselves and only ourselves. We wear a mask so that we don't get those around us sick or those that come in contact sick. We also wear a mask so that we don't get sick. The precautions that we take are not just for us. They're for every single person that we come in contact with. And it was a very painful lesson for my 10-year-old daughter to learn yesterday. But it is a reminder that in this life, on this earth, we are all in this together. We are all interconnected. No one of us is an island. Every action has a reaction. And the things that we do affect the other people that we come in contact with at the store, at the doctor's office, in our schools where we work. Our actions affect everybody we come in contact with. And I really think that prior to this pandemic, 98% of humanity had completely forgotten that because everybody was out for self. If you're not certain about that, I would say look at the White House and you'll see. If you watched the debate last night, you'll see. So what do we do now? What do we do now when we're struggling, when we're hurting, when we're scared, and we don't really know what to do? We stop for a moment. We stop for a moment and we reflect on the good things that we have left. Some of us have really been fortunate not to lose loved ones to COVID. Not everybody's been that fortunate. I've had several family members test positive that I love. I know several people that have been lost. But what do we do now to preserve what little sanity we have left in the middle of all of this chaos? Because shit is real right now and it's hard. I... Remember my grandmother growing up and she wasted nothing. If we didn't finish a bag of potato chips, she put it in the freezer. She put bread in the freezer. Milk went in the freezer. You did not waste anything. My grandmother was born in 1939. She came up dirt poor. And even when we were considered middle class, that's how she ran our household. We were frugal. All through middle school and high school, I wore secondhand clothes. Grandma never saw the point in spending the money. 
So when things get really hard in my home because the prices of food have gone up and our utilities have gone up and the money is scarce, I remember all those lessons she was teaching me about what it's like to be poor, to be frugal, to use your resources wisely. And I think about those things that she used to teach us every single day. And even on the bad days, I try to find some light. Some days it's easier than other. But we've got to remember that this can't go on forever. And hold on hope that at some point we will get through this and it will all be okay. Because we will. Right now, many people are feeling like it's their fault that their family is suffering and it's not. So take a moment to forgive yourself for the lack that you may be experiencing. The lack that you may be experiencing financially, the lack that you may be experiencing mentally, emotionally, and physically. Take time to forgive yourself for any lack. Because right now, there's not too much that you can do about it beyond engaging in your self-love practices, being gentle and kind to yourself, Resting when you can. Taking time for meditation and prayer. And each day, looking around you in your home and finding the things that you are grateful for and the blessings that are still right there in front of you. Because when you're losing, it's really easy to look at the things that we're losing over and over and over again. Hold your loved ones tight. And by all means, be unapologetic about telling the people around you that you love them, that they matter, that their feelings matter. Your feelings matter. If you've got children, don't be afraid to talk to them about what they're feeling, whether they're being schooled at home right now or they're back on campus. Because our kids are trying to sort this shit out too. And it's a mess. It is an absolute, utter mess. Depression, anxiety, thoughts of suicide, abuse, alcoholism. All of these things are at an all-time high right now because none of us have been here before. This is brand new territory. And there is hurt. There is lack. There is suffering. Keep pursuing the light. However small that light may be, pursue it. Whatever glimpse of joy you find every day, hold on to it. And take gratitude in the things around you every day. The loved ones you still get to look at every single day. Even if it's ramen noodles, that food you get to eat that night and remember that no matter how you're feeling about this right now no matter how much your life has changed or how much you've had to sacrifice or give up 
or maybe what your kids have had to sacrifice and give up, understand it's not your fault. Sounds cliche, but yes, this too shall pass. Trouble won't last always, right? And we have to believe that because there's no way we can possibly move forward another day if we cannot believe that this shit show that we're living in right now will eventually end. You have to hold on to that. Find three things to be grateful about every day. Three things about yourself that you love every day. Three things that you accomplished. Use the three by three rule for depression to remind yourself that there are things in this life still worth it that still bring you joy and peace. As always, I want to thank you for spending time with me. You could have been anywhere else, but you chose to listen to this particular podcast today. Again, um, I'm Trishina Brazar Hunter. If you're looking for me, you can find me on both Facebook and on Instagram. The handle on both of those sites is Moving Mountains Coach. And my website is www movingthemountains.net Be sure to subscribe, to comment, to share this podcast and visit my website or my social media and send me a message. Let's spend some one-on-one time together and let me know how you're working through this. Remember, Every mountain can be moved if you are willing to take the first step. Even the mountain that's in front of all of us right now.